Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoop B Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoopy and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O dot com slash P-O-L-L. Don't worry if you didn't catch any of that. The link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. E.K. Manny. Manny. L. Scoopy Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo, the best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word from Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews he gave you to fix on iTunes, the number one podcast, the joint and the journalist, the GOAT. So why ask? Watch out, watch out. out about it. If he naming them, scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoop B. Follow him. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio. Scoopy Radio. Yeah, wait. On the plane. On the train. Everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Instagram is Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure, most importantly, that you subscribe to the Scoop B radio podcast available on all streaming platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, iHeartRadio, or simply by visiting ScoopBRadio.com. 2.1 million streams last year. One of the reasons why is because we got newsmakers. And on the line, there is no difference there. We have Rocky Dias 
of <laughs> CDSA Las Vegas. What's going on, man? Hey, Scooby. It's very nice to meet you. Um, pleasure. <laughs> of course, of course. Over the phone because we ain't doing nothing. We're doing none of these airplanes and, and, you know, and commuting right now. Man, actually, I I have flown twice now. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but you're just hypersensitive and you know somebody sneezes like ten rows behind you and just kind of cringe. But okay, okay. So where did you go? <laughs> I went back home to LA because you know I work in Las Vegas, so I flew to LA twice to visit my family, and it was worth it. It was worth it. I had to wear my mask or my hood covered from head to toe. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But you, what do you do? You can't just stop life completely, right? I have to see my family. No, that's real. You know, that's real. but that's this real. is good. At least we, at least we have technology and forms of communication like this. Tell me something, Vegas. More, uh -huh. more specifically, Nevada, the state of Nevada. You guys at first had a no, like masks weren't required. Yeah, and that and that obviously changed very quickly, um, based on the numbers and the spike all over the country. Um, but you know, I, I am not I am not part of the government here. <laughs> that is not my that is not my jurisdiction. But um, you know, they made a decision, and then they quickly acted and made and reverted and made a new decision. So so now masks are mandatory here. You know, casinos are still open and, and things are open, but it's just, it's very encouraged that you wear your mask and we try and keep each other safe and protected from this, from all of this. Rocky Beers on the line with Scoop B Radio. You host a show yeah. on CBS 8, which is a lifestyle show. Yeah, lifestyle entertainment. It's called Las Vegas Now. Um, and it's fun. It's, we call ourselves the Good Vibe Tribe, you know, because with the news, especially right now, it's very sad. It's very negative. It's very depressing. But it's but it's important that you tune in and you stay informed. But then you tune into our show and you get your hour. Usually, it's an hour and a half. It's a half hour right now because news needs a little extra time. But um, <laughs> yeah, you tune, in, you tune into Las Vegas now and you get to smile. You know, you get to smile and hang with us, and it's just, it's a good time. Good vibe. I can tell. I hear you smiling through the phone. Ah. <laughs> tell I me something. Yeah. On your show, pre-corona, mm -hmm. was it more like news feature packages, like you go to places, you're cooking sushi, you're cooking, you're finding mm -hmm. cool ramen spots? Like, what's the difference between pre-corona and post-corona? Ooh. Well, are we in post-corona? I feel like we kind of just in it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying pre before and, 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 and now that we get in the house, we're still in the house for um, oh, Yeah, no. Okay, so before beforehand, I was, I'm the full, I'm the only full-time host on my show. So okay. that means I host about two to three days a week in studio. And then the other days I'm out and about reporting, um, covering those, you know, food and, and lifestyle stuff and, and, um, Event, community events and you know I, I get a little mixture of community lifestyle and entertainment which I love sure um, and that was pre-corona and now during and post and in the house board it's we turned <laughs> we turned into I was the only host in the studio allowed in the studio 
So I was hosting daily, every day of the week, while my co-host was, was Skyping in or, you know, whatever form of technology they used to, get to come through um, from home. So it was a rough, it was a rough adjustment, but, but, you know, eventually we made it work. Um, things, things are running smoothly. We're just trying to, we're trying to stay, we're trying to basically continue that, continue doing what we do, like going out and, and showing people new businesses, especially, you know, during all the social, the social unrest. Um, I was trying, I've been trying to really focus on highlighting black businesses. Um, which we have a ton up here in Vegas. So we're still able to go and do those things, but we have to wear masks. Scoop we have radio. to be social distanced in the live shots or in the, in the packages, which is so strange. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, so we're still trying to do what we do, but with the Corona rules within the Corona rules. And it's, it's not easy and it's different, but it works. We're making it work. You played at Cal Irvine. Yes. Well, UC Irvine. UC Irvine. Was the WNBA really <laughs> something you wanted to do, goal-wise, or did you want to do it because of who your father was? No. Uh, WNBA was a very, it was a very short-lived goal of mine okay. <laughs> in elementary school. You know, when you kind of have those really whimsical. Um, not impossible dreams, you know, nothing is impossible, but their WNBA was certainly a big dream of mine growing up just because I love basketball. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do this forever. Uh, but I didn't realize, you know, there was, there were other things I love to do too. And, and that's kind of where broadcast journalism came about. I was like, I, I love to write. I love to, I love people. I love the community. I love entertainment, sports, all of that combined is broadcast journalism. So so yeah, WNBA dream that was very short lived, but I have so much respect for, um, for for the players and and I watch them and I'm like, hey, I want to play, but it's okay, it's okay, I love what I do. <laughs> We're not that far in age, but I uh, so I'm sure you remember the early days of the WNBA, the commercials on NBC, uh, <laughs> the Houston Comets and the New York Liberty going at it, the LA Sparks dominating. What do you remember about the early days of the WNBA? Oh, I don't remember much. I don't remember much. Um, I just remember Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at her like, wow, she's she's beautiful. She's feminine, but she's a beast and she worked hard. And she was just this, this very versatile athlete, versatile woman that I really admired. Um, and that's what I love to see in the WNBA and I, and I see that more and more as, as it evolves and as it grows. And I love it. That versatility factor, like Liz, is it Liz, Liz Cambridge who plays for the aces here in Las Vegas. I admire her a lot for her versatility and just as a player and as a woman. Scooby right on the line with Rocky Diaz, excuse me, talking all things WNBA, Vegas news and the latest on the mask fashions. Um, you, <laughs> you, um, your dad, uh, Reggie, um, was basically the star of the show, Hang Time on NBC. Uh, How much of that show do you actually remember? Oh, a lot. I was actually there. I would be on set every, you know, I forget what, 
well, it came on on Saturdays. I can't remember. Saturday morning. I can't remember if we actually shot on weekends. I can't remember what day of the week it was, but I would be on set with them all the time, watching them, watching them record, watching them do it. It was fun. Um, it was, it was just good fun. Did you feel like you played for deer in high school? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I was so, I was so young. I was so young, but it's, it's funny that, um, it's funny that we had, we had a few actors like Anthony Anderson, you know, on there as a as a young dude before he even really made it big. So it was, it's fun to watch how his life and his career has progressed. What was his, what was he like in the early days? Um, shoot, he was really he was really nice. He was really nice, and and he just he was always joking, always just fun, just a fun guy. I wouldn't have any more details about that because. Obviously, I was so young. You were young. I wasn't really hanging out with them. <laughs> Do you remember episodes where guys like Kobe Bryant came on set and Grant Hill and Jason Kidd? Oh, no. I wish I did. I wish I did. And I, I can't even, I don't even think I was there for that episode. Um, but when the, when those videos started to resurface uh, recently after, of course, after he passed, I was just, I was just full of pride, like, dang, dad, like, that is so cool. That's so cool. And he, and that's just something he'll never forget. Um, he had, he actually really, he really loved Kobe. Um, and they had, they had a relationship. So, so I just think that's really special for my dad to have, you know, that kind of memory. Did you kind of feel like that show was kind of fast forward or rather ahead of his time in the sense that you had one girl on the boys basketball team? <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's a good point. It was. I guess it was. I never thought about that. Um, I guess it was pretty progressive. <laughs> it was progressive. Um, even though we don't see that now, um, I think that women are proving themselves to be, you know, just as good or better <laughs> than some dudes out there. So, you know, maybe one day we will see co-ed basketball teams, but I don't know if that'll happen. In the, I used to, anytime soon. I used to think Candace Parker was gonna be the first. You did. I did. You know, actually, that's a that's a fair thought. That's a fair thought. She was that. She is that big of a star. You know, she Scoop has that presence where you think, or Brittany Griner, or Tyler Diggins. You know, all these people who who just have proven themselves time and time again to be like true hoopers. I don't know, guys. Guys will probably underestimate them though, and then get get embarrassed. <laughs> get crossed. <laughs> Just get embarrassed, right? <laughs> like I didn't see that coming. When I looked at your profile on 8newsnow.com, you uh -huh. li you listed that your favorite quote by Maya Angelou was, "My mission in life is not merely to survive." Mm. I clicked on the link on my computer. Give me a second, okay? I'm back. My mission but in to, life, but is to not survive. There you go, and to do so. With some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. Some style, yeah. That is what? my favorite quote. Why is it your favorite quote? It goes back to that versatility. You know, it's it's being it's being your authentic self. It's it's believing in yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's being every part of you. You know, it's it's not it's not just being one part of you. It's you're doing what you do in life, whether it's work, whether it's personal, whatever it is, 
you're giving it your all and you're giving it every part of you and you're you're showing the world who you really are um yeah I, I just I, I love that quote it, it really it speaks to me because I feel like I embody those qualities and I I approach what I'm passionate about with those qualities she mentioned so yeah because you know I'm not I'm not the typical you know news personality <laughs> I'm not I'm not the conventional news personality throughout my career that's been that's been pretty obvious um <laughs> you know it's been pretty obvious and, and I just own that and I think that's what my Angela is saying it's like approach what you do with with some compassion with some passion with some humor and some style like just be yourself and have fun with it but take it seriously and that's that's what I did you were on like Mike with Bow Wow <laughs> yes I was I was and I and I love I love when that shocks and surprises people when they're just at home randomly on the couch watching like Mike on some random channel and they're like yo is that Rocky and I immediately receive a text message with a video or a picture laughing so what's the most random place that someone has seen you in public and they realize that was you from like Mike oh oh no I, I haven't gotten that like a random person recognizing me from like Mike? Not yet. No, 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 no. First of all, I was 13. So, <laughs> so hopefully I've grown up a little bit and don't look the exact well, shoot, Okay. I, I do pretty much look the same, but, but you know, that that's just, that's kind of, that's a stretch. They're not going to recognize me from, from like Mike. But you do get those text messages. But I do get those text messages from people <laughs> I know. From people I know, you know, they they just don't know that I'm a baby, and it it freaks them out. <laughs> you were old. Out. I'm sorry, you were talking. No, I was just It's funny when they when they realize it. It's interesting because you talked about um, Hancock. You don't remember certain things, but you were grown enough at 13 to remember the set of like Mike. What uh-huh. do you remember that set being like? Um, it was fun. It was fun for me since I was, you know, I was a student actor on the show. I had to do, while everybody was on set doing what they do, I had to be in study hall with Bow Wow. <laughs> and we just had this like little round, we had a little round table Everybody was, you know, doing their work with their tutor or reading their book. Um, I remember I was reading this basketball book. I can't remember. What was it called? Hoop Life or something? Something. He asked me about it. And mind you, I had the biggest crush on Lil Bow Wow during this time of my life. <laughs> so just imagine a 13-year-old is in study hall and in a movie with her pre-teen, her teen crush. Who came up to her kneecaps, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was very excited. <laughs> it was very, it was very cool. It was very cool. And my dad was the basketball consultant on the movie, so it was nice to have him on set too. Yeah, it's a family affair. Yeah, I was also only in like one scene, so let's not act like I was my whole. <laughs> that's one. Fun. That's one scene many worked in. <laughs> Don't sell yourself okay. short. Okay, I was just 
Tell me something. I remember your dad doing like sideline reporting and like interviews with coaches on TNT and TBS. Yeah. Before before Kenny and Ernie and Shaq were and well Ernie was still on it, but before Kenny and Shaq and Charles were on it. But he wasn't right. well he did some studio stuff, but I remember him doing some field reporting. What did yeah. you take from him that you apply to what you're doing now? Hmm. Um, I remember I remember going sometimes to work with him and I would just sit and watch him do it. Um, and it was just one of those for me as a young as a young kid, I'm not watching thinking like, Oh, I'm gonna be doing that one day. Um, I was just kind of watching and watching him and just in awe of him. Um but as years went on and as I realized that's what I wanna do, you know, his his thing was always you you have to be a great listener, Rock. You got to be a great listener. Um, and and he was always he was always really authentic in himself. So I took that from him as well. Um, you know, we neither one of us have a news voice. <laughs> and you know, those guys those guys in sports don't usually have that news voice. Um, but yeah, so I would I would say that he's till this day, you know, just listen, just listen, just be a great listener, be a good listener. Um, and the work, obviously, the work ethic comes from him too. Watching him continue to reinvent himself over the years really inspired inspires me to this day. Um, so, yeah. And, and broadcasting, besides your dad, inspires you. Who in broadcasting inspires me? Um, I mean, we can we can go ahead and say Oprah. <laughs> we can go ahead and say Oprah, of course. Um, but also guys like guys like Kevin Frazier, who, mm-hmm. who I just I admire his versatility. Again, there goes that word. Um, and who else? Oh, there's so many. There's so many that I take away from. Um, who I who I just admire have been in the game for so long and continue to to find their place and to find their space and their voice. Um, who continue to reinvent and and keep going even when. Even when you know they they might lose a gig or or they might they might have to leave a gig, but you know a little time later you see them back on air. So it's it's just that thing when you when you really love something when you really love what you do you keep going and you roll with the punches. And I've seen so many so many broadcasters do that over the years. So obviously like Orion Seacrest too would be mm-hmm. that admired that versatility, man. You just it's like locking into something, but locking into everything that you love and making it your career, making it work for you, and creating an empire. I admire that a lot. I like it. Empire, masks, uh, <laughs> lifestyle, basketball. I think we pretty much covered everything. Oh, and hang time, too. Yes. <laughs> Got to talk about hang time. <laughs> Now you don't. Do you remember the theme song? Is the question coming together? Hang time. <laughs> I remember that. All those hang time. You and okay. the hang time. Hang okay. Time. Oh, I remember. <laughs> We're in the zone. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, not bad. Not bad. Is the real question? Do you remember the theme song? Yes. You you pretty much said a few words from it. <laughs> Hey, guys, running together. 
There you go. That part. That part. That part. Well, here's the good news. You're off the hot seat. Oh, what? (laughs) It wasn't even hot. It was was comfortable. It was, there you go. You can't go wrong with that. (laughs) No, I had fun. Thank you so much for, for, shoot, I'm honored to be on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for for joining us, ma'am. And I will make sure, we make sure that you'll continue to check you out on all platforms. And uh, you stay safe out there in Nevada. Thank you. You stay safe, too. Where are you again? I am in New York. You're in New York? Mm-hmm. Oh, you told me to be safe. You be safe. <laughs> I don't go out the house. DoorDash oh, or the grocery God. store. That's it. No, I feel you on that. Same, same. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad we're, we're connected. So we'll stay in touch. I look forward to hearing the interview. Yes, ma'am. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Dunkin'. Come on! Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.